Wake up. Just keep it in there, 
Hi, y'all. Welcome back to Dose of Awakening Podcast. I am your host, Tiara Latrice. <laughs> oh, I had to hit y'all with something calm before I hit you with the kaboom. Now, as y'all know, I am your virtual alarm clock, okay? And today it is time for your Dose of Awakening with me. I want to give a shout out to everybody that came over here that's watching this live on YouTube. Hello, Rare Iconic LLC. Hello, my girl, Julia's Denture Journey. Hi, Delilah. Hi, Goddess of Love D. Please make sure you guys are checking out um, Julia's Denture Journey and um, Goddess of Love D's channels, please, and thank you. Hi, Jan. Good to see you back again, honey. Yes. Lovely, lovely, lovely. Hi, Blended Healing. Hey, Mama. Good to see you. Hi, Respectfully from Moni. Yes, 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 yes. Oh, I've missed you all. <laughs> I've missed you all. I know last week was a little doozy for some of you because you didn't know that uh, even aligned people can express duality at times just to make a point. But um, Tiara's here today. And um, today's episode is called Wolves and Sheep. <laughs> now, why are we talking about wolves and sheep? Well, in order for you guys to understand, you would have had to have been with me for a while. So if you're new, I'm about to catch you up. See, when I first started Dose of Awakening just being a segment, I told y'all as time progressed that I was going to kick things up a notch, okay? So y'all have seen the, you know, the intro to me learning and accepting the journey. Then you saw me go through this rebirth and this transformation. Then you saw me crank up and show you that uh, I was not to be played with. And today I'm going to break some things down that you have been believing falsely. So, hi, Blue Devil G. It's nice to see you over here. Good to see you. That's so, that's nice. Hi, Subliminal Frequency. Hey, Queen. So let's talk, y'all. Y'all y'all know that saying in regards to when people be like, you know, people are wolves in sheep's clothing. Y'all y'all know that term of phrase, right? Now, if you understand the origin of where that came from, it came from the Bible, right? Okay. Let's talk about it because unfortunately um, y'all not only going to have to reanalyze the term in which you use that, but uh, you might want to apply it differently and actually do a little reversal. Okay. So um, <laughs> let's go to the origin of wolves in sheep's clothing. Okay. So this way you know where it came from because some people just started using it and didn't know where the hell it came from. Okay. Um, it actually came from, <laughs> If you guys are biblically inclined, it came from the book of Matthew, which is exactly Matthew chapter seven, verse 15, which is, and I quote, beware of false prophets, which come to you in sheep's clothing, but inwardly they are ravenous wolves. Let me repeat that again today so you all can read it for you. Because, you know, some people, y'all need to take what I say, literal, you know, you ain't got to believe that this is what the words say, but it say in Matthew 7.15, it says, beware of false prophets which come to you in sheep's clothing, but inwardly they are ravenous wolves. Okay, so that's in the book of Matthew yet again. Now, that reference was in terms to people that come to you and bear false witness. People that come to you and, to, and pretend to be something that they are not because of the fact that they want to deceive you. That of a wolf in sheep's clothing. But what if I told you that today? You might want to consider saying <laughs> sheep's, oh my God, wolves in sheep's clothing, child. Mm -mm. But what about wolves in sheep's clothing? 
or sheep's and wolves clothing. Like, what if you had to reverse it real quick? Okay. So a wolf in sheep's clothing is, you know, <laughs> it gets complicated sometimes. Sheep's and wolves clothing, wolves and sheep. It's man, it's crazy, right? But think about this. If you had to picture a wolf in sheep's clothing, right? That means that in an instance, right? That means that it's someone pretending to be that of being pure and of love, but deep down inside, they are, you know, they are predators looking for prey. Okay. But what if it was sheep's and wolves clothing too? And that's equally just as dangerous when you think about it. So if you are confused, which I was when this thought process came to me. Let, let me break it down. You first would have to understand the characteristics of a wolf and the characteristics of a sheep. And I'm going to simplify it as best as I possibly can, but I really want y'all to look at something very intricate, okay? Because one thing that we could say is that wolves and sheeps have a lot in common. I don't think people understood how, you know, even when you read the word, how alike in terms of phrase that wolves and sheeps are. So let me break it down. You know, sheeps running herds, wolves running packs. Either way you put it, they both do two things. They both come together in groups when they either feel afraid and need to defend themselves and or in the case of a wolf, the same, very same thing. It's just that wolves are willing to attack and sheeps have to come together to herd together because when you see large numbers, People tend to, you know, fall back and go another direction. Then, but sheep's are not fighters, though. What the wolves are, like a wolf will it will just, just get you. Okay. But that's only in the sense when the wolf feels threatened, okay? With some wolves. But then you do have other wolves that, you know, are are, are, are weapons walking, okay? They you committed too close, it's going, it's gonna yank you. And don't let it be a pack of them because they all gonna get you, okay? But let's be very clear. If you really look at the characteristics of a wolf, to be honest with you, they really, um, you know, they affect the eat the quote unquote ecosystem because they do eat, you know, cattle and things like that to survive because they are, you know, meat eaters. Okay, but that's what they do. That's a part of what their nature is. Okay. Now, in regards to sheep, sheep are not so much able to lead, unlike that of a wolf. Sheep have to be herded by a shepherd. Okay. Now, if you got a good shepherd, the shepherd is going to lead the flock where they need to be to graze and feed and, and all that stuff. But if you have a, a, a not so good shepherd, you know, they can deceive the sheep and make the sheep believe that they're being led to what we call the, the quote unquote promised land. When in fact, they're leading them to their own destruction. So here's where you got to ask yourself the question. Are you the wolf that's going to take the lead in some instances? Or are you the sheep that needs to be led? So. You have people out here pretending to be deliverers of positivity and really they're here to seek and destroy. But then you also have people pretending to be leaders when they really are followers. So today we're going to reverse wolves and sheep, sheep and wolves. You, you apply to how you feel you so true. But now I'm going to teach you how to apply this to your real life. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Listen, if you identify as a wolf, good for you. Listen, you a wolf. All right, do what you're gonna do. If you if you feel like you a sheep and you're able to keep warm in the winter and in all kind of seat, hey, you'll pick what, what makes you feel comfortable. But if you look at the characteristics as a whole, you're gonna learn some things. Now, peep this, right? <laughs> I want you to really get the depths of the characteristics of a sheep. Okay. 
really, 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 really think about it. Okay. So first let's discuss a sheep. Let's discuss sheep behavior. So people sometimes seem to think that because, you know, sheeps are, you know, timid and they, you know, scare easy and they wander off and need to be herded that sheeps are stupid. To be honest with you, sheeps ain't stupid. Okay. Contrary, and now this is according to, if you guys want to check out the University of Illinois extension, listen to this. It says, contrary to what you may have heard or even expressed yourself, sheep are not stupid. They rank just below the pig and on par with cattle in intelligence among farm animals and sheep react to situations they are placed in according to instincts that have been developed over centuries. And while it can be argued that domestication has decreased their instinctive behavior, they still show them in many ways, sometimes daily. Okay. In the overall scheme of things, sheep are grazers, which means that before domestication, they abstain, they obtained their entire feed supply by grazing grass and shrubs. At that time, their only means of survival was to run from danger and to band together in large numbers for protection. Right now, sheep band together and pretty much stay together when grazing, etc. This isn't because they like each other although they are social animals, but rather for protection. So let's be very clear. Sometimes sheep, when they come together, do it out of fear, and they might not even like the sheep that's next to them. <laughs> Listen to that again. Sheep will band together, but only for the means of safety and not because they necessarily like the sheep to the right or the left. It's merely a means of survival. Merely a means of survival. Okay. Now, mm -mm -mm, this instinct is stronger in fine wool sheep, such as the rambulet, and decreased in black faced sheep like the Suffolk, but there is to some degree in all sheep. Now, you also have to understand that there are different kinds of sheep, as well as more um, aggressive versions of sheep in the sheep family. Like, for example, you have rams. Now, rams will herd also. But they will ram the fuck out you if you play with them. So if you get too close to a ram, y'all over here worrying about the bull. The ram is just as lethal. They will headbutt your ass. Okay? So go ahead and get too close to a ram and think that, oh, the ram looks so cute. The ram will headbutt your ass into oblivion. And they are in the sheep family. Oh, oh yes, please take, please take notes. Because y'all going to learn a lot today, huh? Because for years we were under this misconception. Well, I'm not going to say misconception. We were under this set ideology that we were to be weary of the wolf and to be likened to that of sheep or to receive the sheep more better than the wolf. But let, are not all things created from the divine? Which means there is something in every species that may not necessarily be the best thing. So let's be very clear. While the wolf may, you know, gnaw at you and everything and might try to eat you alive, you mess with it. Sheeps can be fake. Sheeps can be fake. Meaning a sheep will only get close enough to you to feel protected. Not because they value you, not because they care, but it's merely a survival technique. Huh? I told y'all I was going to hit you with a one-two punch. Mm -hmm. So while y'all was here saying Mary had a little lamb, little lamb, <laughs> Mary might have only had the lamb because <laughs> the shepherd <laughs> didn't count all the sheep and found Mary. <laughs> and only got close to Mary because it ran away from the flock and needed safety and was running low on food. But we're going to keep going. 
Um, now we keep going. Says even hold on, wait, 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 wait. Even with domestication, she retained these defense mechanisms. They run from perceived danger and they band together for protection. Exploitation of these instincts is what makes the border collie so valuable. A worker, sheep see the dog as a predator or danger, so they band together for protection and move away from the danger by controlling the dog. A shepherd actually controls the flock, right? So again, this goes back to needing to be led. Even a sheep in some attributes cannot lead themselves out of danger. They need someone to lead them out, okay? They need someone to lead them out of captivity, okay? If you if you even go to the Bible, because you know I'm I'm just gonna be frankly honest, okay? Um, y'all peoples that be thinking that a person like me who do the stuff I do don't know the word, you got me twisted. As a matter of fact, the word is merely the pretense of the guidelines that you use to understand life and apply to overall areas of your spirituality. So for those of you that have never read the story of the lost sheep in the Bible. It recalls of a shepherd. Hold on. Let me get the exact context. This way we are not lost. Okay. Hold on a minute. Hold on a minute. I want to make sure I get the exact context for y'all. The story of the lost sheep in the Bible. So I can tell you exactly where to go. Mm. So this is also in the book of Matthew. Mm-hmm. If you go to the book of Matthew, chapter 18, verse 10 through 14, Jesus tells the parable of the lost sheep to show that the kingdom of God is accessible to all, even those who were sinners or strayed away from God's path. Meaning that even sheep who are perceived through terminology or phrase to be that of innocence and not being the ones to get, but they still can also have the negative attribute of being led astray or falling victim to seeing something and not paying attention to what was going on around them, okay? The shepherd, now listen, he uses the example of a shepherd who is God, who has 100 sheep and one of them goes missing. The shepherd leaves the 99 others and searches high and low for the lost sheep. Jesus stresses that when the shepherd finds the lost sheep, he rejoices over it more than the 99 who did not go astray. This is how God will rejoice when a sinner returns to him. So therefore, it's not to say that God don't value the 99 sheep, but for the fact that he was able to locate that one and get it back into divine, the divine energy of, of the whole, the whole situation. He was thankful for that because the one thing that the divine hates is when he loses anyone. This is not a thing of, this is not a thing. Okay. Like today, if you stop believing today, or if you stop applying the knowledge you learned today, that he's going to be like, Oh, well, F it. That hurts. Just like if you if you care about somebody and like I'll give you an example. Let's say you care about somebody deeply and you do everything you can to support them and encourage them and help them get on the right path, especially if they've gone through a time of difficulty. But they decide to go back to certain traits and behaviors that landed them in hot water in the first place. You you may have to sit there to as a defense mechanism be like, you know what, F them. They know what they're doing. But deep down inside, you got to admit you are hurt behind it. OK, or if you feel as if. You have applied yourself to a situation. It could be a family connection, a um, relationship, whatever. And you feel that you've applied yourself to putting stock into something or someone. 
and they just flat out act like none of nothing of what you've done exists. Okay. Sometimes you can wheel the person back in, but sometimes people don't want to be wheeled back in. Sometimes people want to go and choose their own path and you have to let them. But that don't mean you've got to stay in that with them. At some point, again, if the sheep did not want to be found, the shepherd was going to have to move on with those 99 and keep on going with the task that was at hand. But they did do everything that they could to make sure that they searched high and low and did everything, dotted their I's and crossed their T's. But at some point, the shepherd was going to have to move on to make sure that the other 99 were not affected by that one that decided to take its own path and went astray. But, but thankfully, the sheep was able to be found, was able to return to the herd and go on about their business. Ashe. And yes, sheep do represent the innocence in that one particular phrase, but then you have to look at things in, in other contexts, okay? Sheep may be innocent. They may not be predators, but they have to be led. Some people have to be led, okay? So there's a whole lot of people out here pretending to be leaders and able to protect themselves and able to be a flock, but truth be told, they are in need of direction. So you got to be mindful of who you're dealing with and what context and in what situation. Now let's keep going about the sheep because then we're going to go to the wolf. And again, just to reference the story of the lost sheep, you're going to be reading Matthew chapter 18, verse 10 through 14. Yeehaw. Now, it also goes to show, saying that Jesus showed up, showed that he did not spend all his time with the faithful Jews, the 99, because he wanted to go out searching for those lost in sin. So it was merely used as an example, okay? Because if we, if I spent a whole bunch of time just, you know, for the, those of y'all that like listen to me and stuff, like, okay, I just talk to y'all. Like, my what I need to tell y'all is for anybody and everybody. I don't care who you are. I don't care if you don't like me. I don't care if you don't fuck with me. That's your business. But what I'm going to tell you is going to be beneficial in hopes that you grasp the understanding that you need to come to to make your life better. End of the day, you not listening to proper direction is not going to hurt the person giving the instructions. It's only going to hurt you that needed the direction. Okay. So in some aspects, you may need to have the instincts of a wolf to be carried through so that you can be assertive and aware of how strong you are within self and how connected you are to the divine. Bingo, checkmate. So the question is, in what situations do you need to be the wolf? And in what situations do you need to be the sheep? You don't want to be too much of a wolf because you don't want to be out here seeking to destroy to, you know, have your own needs met, which a lot of people is out here doing both on and off social media. You got a lot of predators out here that are looking to, you know, do the slow creep, mm -hmm. do the slow creep. Uh-huh. But they put on the mask of a sheep so that way you don't suspect them. Because the thing is, they don't want you to sniff them out, but they already done sniffed you out because they can tell it. Yeah, get this one. Mm -hmm. I can lure this one into my trap. Mm -hmm. I get this one to do what I want. Yeah. They smelling y'all out because they know what you hold. They know the energy that you hold. Okay. Which is why you don't always want to be like that of a wolf. Okay. Because wolves have the potential to be calm. And as long as you don't bother them, they don't bother you. But they also have that other side that says, okay, you want to get close? You want to get close to me? Okay. I'm going to look all cute. But eventually I'm going to start drooling. And I'm going to start growling. And if you don't back up fast enough or, try, or pull out fast, I'm going to eat your ass up. Then you got the sheep. 
Yeah, the sheep don't mean no harm. They're not here to hurt nobody. They're not here to do nothing to, to seek and destroy nothing. They, they feed on the crops. They're not trying to eat no other animals. They got pretty ass fur, pretty wool. But they need to be led, and sometimes they can be led astray. So you figure out in what situation you need to, you, you need to go. Thank you, Jen. The, yes, just don't poke none of the, how about don't poke none of the damn animals? Huh? How about don't poke no animals? Let the animals be in their habitat. See, that's to be the, that be the problem that I also have. This might be a little side note, but it's on it's on target too. I'd be so tired of y'all making these videos on social media trying to convince people to go into the wild and touch on animals. Just because you have been able to train an animal to be outside of its natural instincts don't mean that everybody and their mama need to be doing. That's why you ain't never gonna see me go to no um safari. Go on a wild safari, wild goose chase. Absolutely not. I'm not touching no animals. Okay. Now, it's not to say that there ain't some people that are trained or have the capability to be able to get close to animals. There are some people who have that, quote, unquote, animal spirit through their lineage. OK, but everybody ain't got that. So everybody mama should not be walking up on bears and tigers and hell, don't even walk up on no damn giraffe. Bunnies. Some of y'all don't need to be around animals, okay? Some of y'all are literally, your energy will throw an animal off. And if they can't hop, bunny hop away from you, yes, they will eat your ass up. So don't, just don't even bother doing it. But back on target, okay? Hold on. Oh, the Lord. Mm-mm. Mm. Oh, oh, exactly, Blue Devil. You huff and puff and blow somebody motherfucking house down. Mm-mm. Not by the hair on my chinny chin chin. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, then, and even look at that. The story of Little Red Riding Hood. Look at you bringing up fairy tales. And speaking of fairy tales, we're going to also take a look at why, you know, you don't also, you also don't need to be looking at the wolf as a bad thing all the time. Okay. It really has to be applied to a specific situation. It really depends on the situation. That's right, Moni. Don't poke no animals. Don't poke no animals. Leave the animals alone. Don't do that. Now let's get to hold on. Let's get to the wolves. Hold on. Uh, what was the search? Wolves. Okay. Now let's get to why wolves move in packs. Let's start there. Okay. Because again, like I said, wolves and sheep do have similarities. Wolves move in packs, especially when they're trying to protect their young and or hunt for their prey. But there's more to it. Okay. In order to survive in a dangerous and competitive world, wolves form cooperative groups known as packs. Okay. And they're actually more socially complex than we think. Okay. Wolves naturally develop a hierarchy within their pack with the most dominant wolves acting as the leader of the pack. Right. While wolves occasionally compete for the top spot. And see, now look at this. Wolves even compete amongst themselves to see who's going to be the leader. Mm. While wolves occasionally compete for the top spot in the pack, it is rare for sustained fights to occur within a pack. Until recently, researchers didn't fully understand how wolves are able to resolve or eliminate inter-pack conflict. But a new study sheds light on this process. It turns out that wolves have elaborate ways of communicating to help maintain hierarchy 
and reinforce relationships amongst pack mates. For instance, a subordinate wolf might spontaneously lie on his back with his tail tucked between his legs, exposing his stomach and throat to a more dominant wolf. This submissive behavior acknowledges the submissive dominant relationship between two individuals, thereby maintaining order and preventing violence amongst the pack. This study underscores just how complex and intelligent wolves really are. While these behaviors help explain interpack dynamics and how submissive behavior can actually be a conflict deterrent in wolf packs, how are conflicts resolved once they occur? To answer this question, researchers working in Yellowstone observed two packs of free-ranging wolves, the Druid Peak Pack and the Black-tailed Deer Plateau Pack from 2008 to 2009, and a scientist monitored and recorded wolf behaviors following fights and compared these observations to the behaviors of wolves during the time with no group conflict. What that researchers found was that after a fight, subordinate wolves would actually attempt to reconcile with their more dominant pack mates. Ever heard of a kiss and make up? Immediately after a conflict, subordinate wolves will often touch noses and lick their more dominant pack mates. Aww. That's so cute. They act like little doggies. But if they get into their little scuffle, their little tussle, and then once the dominant one is established, like, okay, I'm sorry for challenging you. Here, give me a kiss. Oh, they can be lovable. Let me find wolves can be lovable, guys. Wolves can be lovable. But don't you go try to be loving on no damn wolf in, in real life don't be doing that now but there is love amongst the pack okay but yes exactly um mostly which said most leader wolf is the black wolf okay yes indeed um indeed you have to earn a top dog status exactly you have to earn that you got to fight your way to the top hi monica how are you doing good to see you now packs use a traditional area and defend it from other wolves Okay, their ability to travel over large areas to seek out vulnerable prey makes wolves good hunters. Okay, so not only do wolves, you know, defend their territory from other wolves trying to come in and steal their food and all that other type of stuff, but they also do it to um to defend its territory. Okay, you can't come up in their territory all willy nilly and think that you know ain't nothing gonna happen to you. Yes, they go, they go, they go, they gonna put in that work. Hi, Justin T. How you doing, girl? Good to see you. But yeah, but um, it says all species and subspecies of wolves are social animals that live and hunt in families called packs, although adult wolves can survive and do it alone. See, wolves have the option as to whether or not they want to hunt and do what they need to do dolo or if they decide to do it together as a family. Which is why, obviously, you would say that um, while the sheep is... A, now, look at that. Wolves are supposed to be the most, you know, predatorial and rule, be scared of them. But even they have more loyalty than that amongst sheep. Look at that shit. You would think the wolves would be the most predatorial beings would be the ones that be like, like, no, they just a stat. They have a code of conduct amongst them. It's like, okay, we're going to fight. Um, yep. Yeah. They be fighting over that cootie cat too. That, that, that furry, <laughs> they want that furry cootie cat. Yes, they do. But think about that. They only fight when it's necessary or in the instance of when they're hunting, okay? But there are some wolves that go overboard and are just extremely predatorial and will mess with those who are just trying to make a lane for themselves. So that's where you also got to be careful. So there is a betrayal there, but ultimately the representation of the pack is to protect what you have made, protect your home, protect your cubs, protect what you hunted. That's ultimately what it is. But there is a code. There is a code. Versus that when it comes to sheep, 
Granted, they have their innocence, you know, on all that stuff. But ultimately, they only will get close to you and form, you know, a protection for only for their benefit, not so much because they like each other. So you have to think like there's there's positive and negative pros and cons in any situation, but you have to apply it wisely. So sometimes you got to know whether or not you're dealing with a wolf in sheep's clothing or a sheep in wolves clothing. You got to analyze the situation and figure out which way you want to differentiate. OK, because every situation ain't a wolf in a sheep's clothing. OK, sometimes it can be the opposite. Which is why I say sometimes you got to reevaluate some of these phrases we've been using for all these years because we might have been saying it in reverse or need to simply reverse it. Because once you come into better understanding of that of nature, you know, that's just it. You just come to understand more about yourself. Now, me personally, I don't identify as a wolf or a sheep. <laughs> if I had to identify myself as three animals, and these are just the animals that I've come to connect to. Y'all already know I identify as a blue butterfly. Hello. Mm-hmm. I also identify with elephants. I sure do. Anytime I see something regarding an elephant, you know, and, and that's the thing, like y'all be thinking because an elephant can't run that it, but it, but it damn sure can stomp you out. Okay. And elephants have very good memory. Okay. And that's what thing people have said about me. Like, Hey, like, they be like, damn, you smoke so much weed, but you got really good memory. Ain't that some shit? Elephants have really good memory. They can remember things. Okay. That's why I, and that part and the tenderness, like if you really look at the relation between like elephants and their, and baby elephants, like they're, it's like, they're very protective, very lovable beings. They, despite them being so big, but looks are deceiving. They're, elephants are actually very lovable beings. Okay. And then, um, I love me a lion. 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 I do. Lions have been showing up a lot for me this year for some reason. Then the other um, animal that I really do like. <laughs> I really do like dolphins. I really like, and turtles. Dolphins and turtles. Like far as like water animals, I like turtles and I like dolphins. They're the most cutest things. Okay. But I do happen to like wolves. I do. Very strong. And it's like, they're, and the thing for me is like, you know, we have animals that, you know, perceived to be very overly aggressive. To me, I don't think wolves are the most aggressive animal. Okay. I really don't. But I understand their language. I understand what it is that they do. I may not like the fact that, you know, that they are really, really, really predators, you know, at times, depending on what type of wolf we are dealing with. Okay. Because it's all in the psyche. Anything you deal with, no matter whether it's an animal, human, whatever, it's all in the psyche. It's all about the mindset of the person or the mindset of the animal, okay? Some, again, are merely just here to do what they need to do to, to defend and establish their ranking, their family, and all that stuff. Then there are some that get greedy, okay? There are wolves that will get greedy. So the question now is, if you identify, you know, as a wolf, what kind of wolf are you? And if you are a sheep, what kind of sheep are you? Because again, you know, they say that, you know, the black sheep seem to be the ones that are the most, you know, intu intuitive in a way, compared to that of the white sheep. And then you have the subparts of the sheep, which is like I told y'all is the ram, okay? Like they are in the sheep family, okay? So it all depends on how you align with what you know now. That's why I think it's always best to learn about certain species and things like that, because you may you may become to learn that you may identify characteristic wise more than you think. And the things that maybe we once feared are the things that maybe might give us the most understanding, so to speak. You know what I'm saying? 
So I can respect a wolf that's just simply defending its territory, but I can also respect a sheep that is sticking to its natural characteristics. I, however, cannot respect a sheep that is choosing to be a sheep and is only getting close to people to get something from the other. Okay? There's levels to this shit. And y'all have to understand that in anything in life, there's levels to this shit. So yeah, sometimes you got to reverse how you perceive things. And one in one instance, in one reference or parable that is used does not apply to all situations in regards with wolves in sheep's clothing or sheep's in wolves' clothing. Okay. That's why they say sometimes it's the it, it be the quiet ones you gotta look out for. It don't necessarily be the loudest ones in the room. That's why nowadays I really move in silence. You ain't gonna hear me say too much. You try my nerves once. <laughs> be worried about what I'm thinking in this brain when I get quiet. <laughs> yeah. Um and then here's another thing. Wolves care for each other as individuals. They form friendships and nurture their own sick and injured. Pack structures enable communication, the education of the young, and the transfer of knowledge across generations. Wolves and other highly social animals have and pass on what can be best described as culture. So even wolves have established their own communication in regards to culture. Okay? Let's think about that. Then you also got to look at this. Um, hold on. Now peep this. Then there's Zeta, the Zeta in the wolf pack, the war general of the pack. They take direct orders from the alpha in case of a war. The alpha may be the one to declare war, but the Zeta leads the army and plans the plans for war. They also train new recruits for position as an Ada, an Ada or more to take his or her place in the future. So look, they even establish lineage with wolves. Okay. Think about this. You have the alpha, which is the one that's in charge. So that's like the king. Okay, but then you have the Zeta, which is in charge of like if shit's about to go down, like you you in charge, you lead us to victory, you take on the battle, and then you have the ones they train up so that way when it comes time for there to be a new person to take position, they already know what they got to do. Think about that. Wolves establish order and position, and they have to earn it. Sheep merely are capable of, you know, again, producing what they need to produce within them. Okay. They also herd. They also travel in packs. But it's a matter of if they're going to be able to use their instincts to know when they are walking to promise or when they're walking to danger. And sometimes they walk to danger. Some don't stick to the pack and they wander away. Some stay in the pack, quote unquote, just to be safe. So there's positive and negatives to every group. It just matters of how it applies to you. So today, figure out if you are being a wolf or if you are being a sheep. Because sometimes you have to be the sheep and let so and, and here's another way of looking at it. Sometimes you have to be the sheep and be led. Sometimes you're not in a position even mentally or spiritually to know where you need to go. So sometimes you've got to be the sheep. Sometimes you have to be the sheep. Sometimes you got to be that. Sometimes you have to be submissive and allow yourself to be led. But the question is, who are you being led by? Are you being led by the divine? Or are you being led by the well? Mm. Who are you being led by? That's another thing. Is your path being led in the direction of you being the best version of you and sticking to what you would perceive to be your innocence? 
and walking into purpose and being led by the right shepherd? Or is the shepherd a wolf in, in sheep's clothing his damn self? Mm, did you think about that? Because some of y'all getting led by a bunch of shepherds that ain't really trying to lead you nowhere but to the fiery pits of hell. On purpose. On purpose. And let's put it, and let's also talk about the shepherds. Hmm? Let's talk about, y'all want to talk about the shepherds? I do. Hold on. Hmm. Let's talk about the shepherds. I should have put wolves and sheeps and shepherds. But I can edit it. That's my thing. Let's talk about the shepherds. Anybody, anybody, I don't care if you follow a reverend, a, 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 um, a pope, a rabbi, whoever. I don't care who you follow. If any of them, okay, because, oh, let me make this clear if I even go any further. I want to reestablish this understanding that I respect everybody in anybody's religious practices because ultimately when you do the research it all supposed to lead you to one level of understanding anyway so if you read the bible the quran the whatever whatever it is that you read the torah whatever it's all supposed to lead you to the same understanding okay which i believe is supposed to be the same moral compass okay that's what's supposed to do because one thing i have noticed is that even if you read the, you know, the Quran, the Bible, um, whatever, whatever it is, your term of text that you use in your religious practice, okay? The complete understanding is that you are supposed to be led back to your divine. So whether that's Allah, whether that's Yahweh, that's Jeshua, whoever that Buddha, it's all supposed to be leading back to the person or the identity of the divine that you worship. Okay. So I respect everybody's religion. That's why I'm now in the space where before when I was growing up, I would, I was always saying, Oh, you shouldn't be a Muslim. Or you, no, 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 no. I'm now out, no, old enough to know that I respect everybody's religion and I'm not here to cast judgment on none of it. Cause a lot of the text that I have seen in the research that I have done, and I'm still going to do research. As a matter of fact, I need to get in touch with some people in my family because I need for them to send me certain things they've come into contact with things that they have read and things that they have um utilized in their practices because this listen there's all kind of people in my family okay you got the christians you got the muslims you got the buddhists you got all kinds of people in my family okay and i love them all the same i'm not here to judge none of them but here's where the shit gets sticky if the shepherd that's leading your flock is leading you in a direction of where you feel uneasy or where you feel like you're being led astray, or when you feel like there's a heaviness in your soul and it's leading you down a negative path. Because trust and believe some people who are quote unquote appointed and who have the gift and who have the ability to lead, do lead people in the wrong way. If you feel as if you're being led into a path that is not conducive to what the moral compass that is established within your religion of choice or your group of choice that's supposed to establish camaraderie, morality, Etc. Etc. This listen, be mindful. However, if your shepherd is leading you to a path of divine understanding and righteousness and peace and learning, those are the things that you got to pay attention to as well. You got to be careful of who you are allowing to lead you. Okay. See me, I consider myself to be a leader on the rise. Okay. I'm almost there. I understand. Cause, but the thing is, I'm even leaders still have to learn. 
Don't think that any person that is able to teach you something isn't still capable of learning. You are never done learning in this life, okay? You can be old in age, you're still learning. You are going to learn something every year, every month, every day. Hello, Jersey Rich. How are you? Good to see you. Thank you for being here. Thank you so much. You are going to learn something every day of your life, okay? As a matter of fact, you should be concerned if at some point during your day you didn't learn something. Me, I learned something. I make it my master. I make it my business to learn something every day. I le- I literally learn something new every day. I don't care if it's on the lines of what I learned spiritually. I don't care if it's learning a new recipe. I learn something new every goddamn day, and that's not gonna change for me. I don't care if I gotta go on Google and search up something random. But I guarantee you it's not gonna be random. Something I'm gonna look up is gonna have something to do that ties into everything it is that I do. But you are going to learn something new every day. Your children should learn something new every day. Your family should learn something new every day. There should not be a day where you are stagnant and not able to progress in some kind of way. Me, I'm finding ways to learn new mantras. I'm learning new affirmations. I'm learning new ways to apply what I do to different areas of life. I am learning new ways to edit. I am learning new ways to present my stuff. To I'm learning something every day, okay? Even if I don't come on here every day and tell you what, like, I'm sorry. I, I'm not one of those people that can come on here every day and tell y'all what I learned. Eventually, we'll get to it. And I'll tell you all about it, but I cannot go a day without knowing that I have something that needs to learn. That's right. Blended healing. Yes. Learning is a lifetime. You will learn every day of your life. You will learn in the brightest of days. You will learn in the darkest of nights, but every day you will learn something. Hell, you will learn something new every day about people that you know. You will learn different aspects of self every single day, especially if you are dedicated to what you're doing, especially if you are dedicated to growing and learning. Now, let me read you, Carmen. You said, I'm a wacko with Buddha statues, a Quran, Bibles, and several prophecy texts, but I practice science of mind, and every day is a new path to ele- Exact. Listen, whatever you do, whatever you do, as long as it's not encouraging hurt, as long as it's not encouraging negativity, I can deal with it. I can sit at a table with a Christian a Buddhist and a Muslim and come out and have gotten a jewel from each and every last one of them. Cause we're all supposed to learn something from each other. That's what life is about. We all it's learning is continuous. It don't matter who you are learning from. Sometimes y'all got to remember something It's not necessarily the messenger. It's the message. How you know that God, the divine or whoever you worship is not utilizing a person regardless of their walk of life or their sexual preference or their race or their religious background to give you something that is fundamental to your life. That's what makes the difference between a sheep and a wolf. You don't know. And then that's and then it's like, you know, as much as we sit here and we like to judge and you know put labels on shit, like let, let's be very clear. Are you really gonna sit and tell me that if a if a Muslim was the was a something happens to you, knock on wood? Let me let me actually knock on wood. Okay. You mean to tell me that if a Muslim or a Buddhist you had to take their blood to keep you alive, you would say no because it came from a Muslim or a Buddhist? Or because it came from a black person, or because it came from a white person, or because it came from a gay or a transgender. Like you gonna tell me that because of this person's walk of life, that you re- you would reject something that could potentially save you? Whereas God, the divine, whoever you worship, could have been sending that individual to you to help you, because that's what was available in that moment. Get the hell up out of here. That's the problem with the world today, to be honest with you. We're so busy saying that we need solutions and we need help and we're asking for help, but y'all are rejecting the very thing that your own religions teach you. 
Don't it say to love your neighbor as yourself? Don't it say that? Your neighbor is not restricted to that of a person that's the same color as you or the same walk of life as you or the same education level as you or the same belief system as you. That could have been a test in itself to see if you was going to allow what you have been taught through doctrine to help you see that sometimes the blessings are the things in the people you don't see coming. Sometimes we are given people in our life that we don't see coming. And God, the divine is always saying, listen, I'm, I sent you this person to help you. It may not be who you thought it was going to be. It may not have been in the form of who you thought it was going to come from, but I sent you this person to help you. I sent you this person to give you encouragement and to guide you. I sent you this person to help keep you alive. I sent you this person to help keep you safe. But because you were so hell-bent on quote-unquote what they taught you through tradition, you, you done passed up your own blessing. Hello? Mayday, mayday. Red flag, order ready, pick up. Sometimes it's, it's the very thing you actually was asking for. You Didn't you sit up here and make a bunch of petitions and pray for a bunch of things to, to come to you? Blessings to come to you. What if it happens that you have to end up printing out a child? Oh, Lord. What if the means of you succeeding literally comes from dealing with a person who is a different walk of life as you? What if it's a wolf? What if it's a sheep? God damn it. What if it's all of the above? You can't turn away something just because of you, the idea that's been produced that you have to get it from this particular source. Whereas source overall that created all of us, no matter what walk of life you end up having to choose, ends up being the very thing that saves your life. Because some of y'all are literally, maybe not on purpose, but some of y'all are being sheep. You have the opportunity today to not be that sheep. You have the opportunity today to change something about how you are led or are choosing to be led and even how you lead. You can be the wolf that leads without being a predator. You can be the sheep that learns and is guided without being guided in the wrong direction. It's all about how you do it. And I'm going to send this vibration out there because I, I don't know. Apparently, I'm supposed to send it out. Delilah, honey, I try. I try. I try. But I told y'all it was going to start to get heavy. That these segments was going to get heavy. So I'm going to say, PSA, for any of y'all out there that are aware that a blessing has been sent your way in the form of support, love, empowerment, encouragement, and you choose to still stay stagnant in the demise that other people have set for you, you might want to get up off that. If you are stuck and conformed to the belief that something has to come a specific way versus the way it is actually coming to you, you might want to get up out of that. But those of y'all that are seeing that there is a reason why this door, one door is being closed and another one is being opened and you still are standing behind that door that's closing and you knocking, ain't nobody answering, you might want to change that. 
If you are sitting there, if you are sticking around people who make you feel defeated and beat down, because in fact, there's so many people in the world that don't have the option to be removed from the things that oppress them. And you have the opportunity to not be oppressed and you still stay in that. You might want to change that. You might want to change that. Because I guarantee you there's a your higher power, God, the divine, your angel and, and ancestor is over here giving you these nudges, sending you these signs, sending you these people that are here to help you and allow you to establish a new path and set a new intention. And you choose to not do it. It's above me now. We do not need to continue to learn the same lessons over and over and over again. At some point, we got to realize that we are the lesson. We ourselves are the lesson. We ourselves are the gems. We ourselves are the seeds that, are, that have been planted on this earth. And it's for us to figure out whether or not we're going to grow and fertilize our own soil or we're going to stay broken, defeated, beat down, and thinking that there's no way out. There's always a way out, even if it just starts spiritually first. You can't physically do it right now. Cool. But you can mentally, verbally, spiritually, Start the process. You can start the process. And that will determine if you are the wolf or if you are the sheep. Don't be having people lead you astray and lead you to your own downfall for the rest of your life when you have had the signs and reminders and the pieces of information necessary to know that you are better, that you deserve better, that you are capable of achieving more. And that you don't have to stay conformed and confined to what people want you to be. They don't have to keep tugging at your heartstrings. You can choose to be the wolf today. Hell, you can be the lion for the low, low price of free 99 plus shipping and handling. It's all about how you mentally perceive it and the walk and the road you choose to walk down. Now, before I get out of here, I told y'all from now I was going to end the show differently. But I promise you today, we're not going to deal with the elements. We're going to deal with wisdom, direct wisdom. Okay. And I don't know who this is for, but I'm going to give you this direct wisdom. And if you can claim any of it and affirm it within your being, please do it because I'm telling you now, we are walking into a new mind dose of awakening family. The, uh, um, the next phase in the next alarm clock that's going off will be on Tuesday. Okay. New energy, new energy to work with. New seeds to plant, new intentions to speak, new things to get rid of, new roads to clear. Okay? We're walking into a new. Okay? You have, yes, Brenda, baby. Yes, Brenda. The super, two, we have two super moons in October. Did you guys know that? Did you guys know that in this month coming up in August, we have two super, two super moons, honey. Two super moons to work with. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And I understand some of y'all don't have all the tools and equipment that you need to start establishing these things, but all it takes is a thought and an intention to get the ball. Because the thing here's the thing that we, we need to establish here. Hey, Nana, honey. Hey, Nana, honey. Let me explain something to y'all real quick before I even go into these messages that I'm going to give you. It's okay if you don't have all the tools that, you know, certain people use, okay? Like some of y'all may not have access to a Bible. Okay, you could download the Bible app. Okay, you don't have candles. Um, that's okay. The divine knows what you can do and what you can't do, what you have the capability to get and what you don't have the capability to get. They will work with you, okay? 
The divine will work with you. Your angels and your ancestors will work with you. And they will, and, and in time, if you are truly serious about your grind and the things you want, they will make a way for you to get some of the things that you need to get until you are capable of getting the rest. And then that's when they continue to work with you more effectively. Okay. But all it starts with your intention. It starts with you saying what you want. What, what is it exactly that you want? Start there. Start with what you want. If you are tired of being the sheep and you want the strength and the agility of a wolf, say that. If you want better for your life, say that. If you need to be delivered and need the strength to, keep, to purge yourself out of whatever things you are going through, whatever situation, say that. It starts with you speaking it into existence. It starts with you setting an intention. That's sometimes all is needed to get the ball rolling and slowly but surely in time, whatever, how divine time it works, eventually everything else will come together. It starts with an intention. So while you sit thinking you stuck, you ain't. The question is, what did you do to really start putting the work in to really make a change happen? To give the divine, your angels and your ancestors something to work with. Did you sit there just... <laughs> Let me give y'all these messages, child. Let me say my quick blessing in this moment. I ask for divine protection in this moment as I sit before the collective of my dose awakening family to give the messages that are intended for the collective highest good with pure intention for the good of all and the harm of none. May these messages serve towards their betterment, their progress, their healing, their alignment, their prosperity, and their abundance, their growth, their wisdom, knowledge, and understandings, etc., etc. For you know what they need. I do not. I am merely the vessel to carry the message through and to do it humbly, thankfully, and honestly. Thank you for all that has been shown and all that has been seen. May these messages of truth, love, and light be bestowed upon thee. Amen. I say and thank you. All right. Let's see what messages y'all get today. Hmm? These are straight up wisdom messages, child. Let's see. That's right, Julia. You said all you need are your words and faith. Sometimes that's the that's the thing that gets the ball rolling. Your words, your intentions. Some of y'all know y'all tired. Y'all know y'all tired of the same thing. Y'all know y'all tired of the same ball and chain. You knew you tired of these people that you were around. You know you're tired of not having peace in, in, in your home. You know you are tired of feeling like you got to, oh, Lord, that you got to follow things that you know you is not with. You know that you need to, you know you want a new beginning. You know you want to establish a new level of understanding. You want to love yourself again. Okay, first message is time for a nap. Lord have mercy. Who I don't know who up in here ain't getting no proper rest, but you need to start resting. Some of y'all are in your head a lot. Some of y'all are doing a lot of thinking. Some of y'all are tired. Some of y'all are tired. Some of y'all are tired, and I get it. Some of y'all are tired. Some of y'all need rest, man. Some of y'all are not sleeping. Some of y'all are thinking too much. Some of y'all are in your head a lot. Like you, your body might be asleep, but your brain ain't. Your brain is always going. You got to start setting some intentions and doing some things to release the load and the weight of what's going on in your brain. And some things you can sort through if you just take the steps and initiate what it is that you want for your life. What else we got? Some of y'all got to really allow yourself to sleep. You got to have to clear your mind out and allow yourself the opportunity to really sleep. Because you can't make plans. Oh, Lord. Who, Lord, round and round. Lord of mercy. Some of y'all are repeating the same cycles over and over again. You're going around in a circle. It's like you you trying to find an exit and trying to find a way out. 
And it's because you are going through the same cycles over and over and over again. You're doing, you keep, somehow you end up keep doing the same thing. And it's not serving for you to have something different, something new. Some of y'all got to break away from the typical way you process information, the way you do things. You got to take a different approach. You got to take a, a different direction. What else is going on, spirit? Lord have mercy. Oh, not Delilah, honey. You ain't getting no sleep neither. Lord have mercy. I've Listen, I've been there. Oh, Lord, some of y'all feel alone. Some of y'all feel orphaned. Some of y'all feel like you are in this battle by yourself. You feel like don't nobody understand what you got going on. Some of y'all feel like, you know, who hears me? Who understands me? And in some instances, it ain't that you alone. In some instances, it's really that you're not seeing what has been placed around you to help resolve that feeling of being alone. And just because what you need is not there physically, doesn't mean it's not there spiritually or even in some other type of way. You feel alone in the physical sense, but there's a reminder here that you really ain't alone, that what you need needs you. What you want wants you. You just got to fully grab it and say, that's what you want. Do you, do you want this new thing that is here that is presenting itself to you? And it's saying, I'm here. Look at me. Hello. Or do you want to stay stuck? Sometimes it's a matter of you making a decision that you, you have to speak it into existence that you don't want to be stuck. You don't want to be confined to this thing. You don't want to be stuck in the same pattern. You don't want to keep learning the same lesson. You got to speak that out, that you don't want to be stuck in this predicament, that you, that, you, that you are done and finished. Hello, NOF. Good to see you. Good to see you. It, it's, just a, it's really just establishing this. Because some, listen, how ironic. Some of y'all got a leg up and you ain't picking up on it yet. Some of y'all got a leg up and you have not picked up on it yet. It's like you, there is something there. There is a door that is open. There's an opportunity that is present. There is someone there to help you along the course of this journey. And you have not fully grabbed a hold of it yet. But you have an advantage. You have an advantage in some way. And it's a matter of you tapping in and figure out what that advantage is. Well, maybe, maybe, you, maybe you get a little bit of rest. You can figure that out. Maybe you get a little sleep. You can figure out what or who or where that is because it's there. It's there. Some of y'all, some okay, some of y'all need to breathe and center. Some of y'all got to really do some communication with the divine man. Some of y'all got to have real honest conversations. Because some of y'all, some of y'all are too general. Some of y'all are too general. Like y'all not, y'all not explain, y'all not expanding on the thoughts of what it is that you need and what you want to have. You got to really expound. You need to speak directly what it is that you need. What else is there? You're welcome, NOF. I'm so glad you're here. All right, y'all, I got to, um, I don't know who this is for, but there's something that is, Lord, y'all, somebody's getting a not for you message. There was someone in your, in your journey right now, or something that's in your path right now that is not for you. And it's keeping, and it's keeping you, it's keeping you from making your next move on the chessboard. 
It's keeping you from making your next move on the chessboard. It's a big old nope. It's a big old nope. And it's, it's saying, it said not, not for you. It's saying not for you. It's the, you want to make all these moves. You want to try to win the game. You are literally holding a chessboard in your hand. And you have the capability to win this game called life. But because you have not fully committed to the idea of this specific thing that is blocking you from what it is you want, that's why there's this blockage going on. There's something or someone that you have been trying to stick it through or stick it out. Or, and it's saying, no, like you got to let this thing, this person, this situation go. It's not for you. It's not for you to carry this weight anymore. It's not for you to carry this guilt. It's not for you to, no, it's like, it's saying no. And you've been, and the thing is, some of y'all been seeing this sign for a while. It's a message in the bottle. Like you either been seeing this sign for a while. Like the sign has been present in so many ways. Hell, it's been in, it's been in the clouds. It's been in feelings. It's been in emotions. It's been in, it's been maybe in signs of your health. Like it's just been constant things that have been in the direction of showing you like, this is not for you. This is not going to go well. This is not going to end well. Nothing is going to change. And that's why you keep going around and around. That's why you are feeling alone when you're not alone. That's why you feel like there's not a change. Yeah, there ain't a change because you have to sit and come to terms with the reality of what it is. And set the intention and work from the intention of acknowledging, at least acknowledge the truth first. Acknowledge the truth first. What else is there? Well, that thing done flew out. Yep, yeah, there's a fork in the road. There's a fork in the road. And the thing that's so crazy, the thing that's so crazy about this particular card in particular, it's literally, <laughs> it's the arrow is pointing, telling you how to go forward. But you are still looking at the two arrows that are pointing you backwards. The arrow is pointing, telling you to go straight, go forward, move forward. And you're looking at these two arrows that are pointing backwards. Like, okay, well, maybe I'm, maybe I'm just going to stay right here. No, you're not supposed to stay. Right there. <laughs> you're not supposed to stay right there. You're not supposed. Why are you looking at the arrows pointing backwards when you need to be looking forward? No. You know what I'm saying? One step forward and two steps back. Some and some of y'all, yeah, we got the thinker. Y'all, y'all thinking. Y'all, and I get y'all, y'all thinking. You're thinking. And that's one thing I always encourage. Yes, think. Process things. You got the 44. Four plus four is eight. Okay. Doing dealing with you working towards even ideas of abundance. Okay. You're in your head. I get it. You're trying to process this reality. Well, guess what? The reality is present. This is not going. The job that you don't like is not going to work. The situation you are in is not going to work. The the your person is may it just may not go. It just may not work. It just may not work. It, it could even be things about yourself, the way you think about and perceive yourself. It's not working. You got to look at yourself in a different way. You can't keep looking at self yourself as just a person. There's more to you. You have a soul. You have a spirit. You have a mind. You have an entire body. It's not just about what you think mentally. It's also about the things that you apply to yourself in all aspects of life. The way you are seeing yourself is not going to work. And you can't keep seeing yourself through the eyes of what other people want you to think about yourself either. How do you see yourself? Do you think you have value? Do you think you have, do you think you have importance? Do you think you deserve to live? Do you think you deserve an opportunity to do something different? Do you think you you have the right to be different and want different and want to welcome in something new into your life? If you believe that, then you got to start really applying that to the things and decisions you make. And again, I get if you can't do it physically, 
that's fine. You may not be in a position where you can do it physically, but you can start with just a thought and speaking an intention out loud and saying, okay, this is not the way. This is not working. Make me new. Bring me something different. Show me a different way. Help me be delivered from this thing. And it's not just a one-time thing. Okay, you don't get to just say it one time and think that okay, it's you you said the okay, you started the car, but did you put gas in the car? You it, listen, think of your life and your livelihood, spiritually, physically, about your transportation. If you have a car, there's not a lifetime supply of gas that goes to the car. Eventually, you do have to fill up the tank. If you take public transportation, yes, you do have to pay to get on the bus and ride the train. You're not getting on for free. Now, once in a bloom, there, there may be, you know, a technical difficulty or some kind that may say like, hey, you ain't got to pay today. But eventually, you do know at some point you will have to pay again. Okay? You have to be consistent with your intentions. It's an everyday thing. Rain, the same way the mailman comes during rain, rain sleet, or snow. You got to be consistent, rain, sleet, or snow. You can't meditate. You don't feel good. Lay down the bed and say your intentions. You'll still be received. You work a bunch of hours. Okay, well, guess what? You When you go to pee, you go to take a boo-boo. Set an intention then. That's right. Set intentions while you're taking a shit. I don't care when you set the intention. Just get it done. Just get it done. Get it done. You got at, you got at least two or three minutes in a day to do something, to speak something into existence and to speak something to the divine. You have at least two to three minutes a day. Hell, I think yeah, you got five minutes in a day. You at some point you do have to take a break from your life. You uh, you can do it while you're in the shower. You can do it while you're in the shower. You can do it while you're taking a bath. You can do it while you're cooking dinner. You can do it. You can do it while you're working. Now I'm not saying like now if you a doctor or something, you operate on somebody. No, no, no. no. Don't be, don't be trying to do all that while you operate on a patient or examining a patient or something. No, no, no. Or you doing the heavy machinery or something. But at some point, allow yourself a minute to just pause and make it a consistent effort. Be consistent about you wanting consistency in your life. You can't want consistency if you are not willing to even give it to yourself first, because how are you going to expect it from other people? And when you have a blessing in front of you, don't sit there and ignore it and just think it's just always going to be there for your entertainment. Because I'm telling you, at some point, the divine even going to get tired of bringing these people around you that's here to help you and assist you. And you just sitting there just letting it pass by, just always count on this person to be there or count on this thing to be there. No, that thing will get snatched away. It will. It will get snatched away. Like, oh, you, you don't want to take the sign I gave you? You don't want to appreciate the blessing that I gave or this person that I gave you or this situation that I gave you? You're just going to let it sit there and you're not going to really grab a hold of it? Okay, boom. Now what happened? Anything else? Hello? Because let me tell y'all something. If only y'all knew how many times in a day I prayed. Y'all only know about what I tell you publicly. You don't know how many times I take a moment to pray. To just meditate. Hmm. Okay. I take many pauses in a day. Whether it's a sunny day, whether it's a rainy day. Ooh, okay. I'm going to eat it. Ooh. <laughs> Do I even want to say this card out loud? <laughs> oh, nah. 
Nah. I'm let me take a picture of this shit real quick. Let me take a picture of this shit. Nah, I I um if y'all want to know what this card is. <laughs> oh. Oh Lord. If y'all want to know what this card is, you're gonna have to message me on the ground. <laughs> I'm not saying this. <laughs> I mean, this is some y'all been blessed with a little bit more than a little bit, and it. And... <laughs> oh, I can't make this shit up. Hey, Empress Sharon, how you doing, Empress Sharon? Let me take. Ah. Ah. Brenda, I'm gonna come back to you, Brenda, 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 Brenda. Brenda. Hit me on the gram, sis. <laughs> oh, shit. Julia, hit me on the gram. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, oh, no, I cannot. <laughs> oh, no. Green giant. I'm not exposing the card. But mama told me not to press the button, but mama was wrong. <laughs> Oh my God! Some of y'all been, some of y'all up in here done been sent someone that is to love you wholeheartedly, and you better realize who that person is because child, the person is holding a key and wants to help you open the door to this new thing, and it's a matter of whether or not you hold the key with this person to walk into it. Because literally, oh my God, the, this is, oh Lord, the person is holding the key to the heart. And they are willing to help you unlock this thing, this emotion, this, this pure, genuine, this pure, genuine love. You just got to wake up and realize that it's there and leave all doubt behind. Oh, this it's a pretty car. And the thing is, I had this. Oh, my God. I've had this deck for how long? And I'm just not realizing that this penguin has a heart lock. And the other penguin has the key. Wow. Nope. <laughs> Last card. Mm-mm. 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 Some of y'all been sent somebody. Yep. We also have a message of mending. Yep, this did this, and this is a friend. Listen, this is a potential companion. This is a friend. This is a person as there that is sitting in front of you and beside you and, and helping you mend these wounds. They have been they're either going to be sent or have been sent to help you mend these wounds. To help you mend this pain. It's a like, it's a like-kinded spirit. Someone that either has been through the same adversities as you, as you someone that sees you know, like you know, no, I'm here. I'm here to help you. And the number is 52, five plus two is seven. They want to help you walk into this season of completion. But you got to let them. You got to really say, I know this is it. I know this is the person. Oh, I, I gotta go. I'm leaving. Anybody want oh, oh hell no. Loyal heart, not loyal heart, y'all. Not loyal heart, not loyal. Why did these three? 
Oh, oh my God. I, I ain't got nothing else to say. I ain't got nothing else to say. I was going to tell you this. First car says soulmate. Fuck it. I'm going to just say it. First car says soulmate. Second car says mending. And the third car says loyal heart. Some of y'all are looking for new beginnings. And the new beginnings are either there or on its way to you. But you have to allow yourself to be open to receiving it. That's all I'm going to say about that. That's all I'm going to say. I got to go. Oh, Lord. Because if I, if I got to. Ooh. Soulmate, mending, loyal heart. Some of y'all are being united and rekindled with people, like-minded people, people who are intended to be sent to love you. And it's just a matter of you releasing these things that you are currently going through and claiming this for your life to have that support that you need divinely to walk into this so that you don't have to bear this weight anymore. They are there to help you. The soulmate can be a friend. The soulmate can be a, a family member. The soulmate can be, it can be you even finding deeper understanding about yourself. But it's literally in the form of another individual that is there to help you. They are going to be, they're going to be loyal to you. They're going to care about you. They're going to care about your feelings, your emotions. They're going to care about what you've been through. They're going to be, they want to be a part of the healing process, but it's just a matter of whether or not you're going to do the work to claim it. But just know if you don't, the unfinished symphony card comes up, meaning that this, if you don't, if you don't do the work to claim this, 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 the, the song that you're looking to complete won't be done. It'll just, the song will just be unfinished. So you y'all better get on the road now and figure it out. If you don't claim this thing and speak into existence, this thing that's going to be your completion, the song will, will remain unfinished. Unfinished symphony. You're going to be sitting on top of this piano trying to finish the song and it's just going to come to a halt because the divine is going to stop the song from playing. I got to go. Thank you for watching Dose of Awakening. Okay. Thank you for watching and listening to Dose of Awakening podcast. For those of you that would like to support the platform, um, I don't have a cash app for this um, podcast yet. So if you guys would like to donate to the platform, you can do so via cash app at dollar sign Tiara Latrice Show. But um, eventually, I think I will get a cash app for the podcast in case y'all want to do I got to go. Oh, no. Mm -mm. Um, um, you are so y'all are so welcome for the message you have received. I pray that it finds y'all well, man, sir, towards your highest good for the good of all and the harm of none. But um, I don't know who I was talking to, but apparently somebody needed to hear this. Um, please listen to this podcast on iHeart, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and many more. Um, may these messages of today's show and the reading find y'all well. I got to take a breather my damn self now because. <clears throat> When I say confirmation be everything, I don't be planning none of this. I sure don't. And y'all heard how many times y'all heard the be constantly keep shuffling. I gotta go. I love y'all. Thank you so much for watching. Um, we'll be back um on uh Tuesday to do another episode of Dose Awakening Podcast. I appreciate y'all. I love y'all. Shout out to all the content creators that came in the building. I appreciate all of y'all for listening. Y'all are wonderful, y'all are amazing. Please share this podcast with people that you know. Please um pass along these messages because I'm I'm trying to do something productive and help us all succeed as people. Um I I I will I will contact y'all eventually but I, I need to wrap my head around this moment myself because I oof. peace and blessings. Love you. Shout out to my girl Julia's Denture Journey. Please check out Blended Healing Mama Blended Healing. Please check out please check out Brenda Clark. Please check her out. Um thank you Sherry for coming. I appreciate you honey bun. I appreciate I appreciate all of y'all for being here. Uh oh oh Lord I got to go because um Oh, yeah. <laughs>
<laughs> Jan, I'm so glad you came back, honey. I appreciate you. And Amoni, um, thank you, girl. Julia, I appreciate oh, y'all. I love you, but I, I must go. I, I got to take this in because I, oh, Lord. Until next time, Dose Awakening Family, I am your virtual alarm clock. I will be playing a song to exit us out of here. Matthew, let me do that. I'm going to play a song to exit us out. Okay. Um, Lord have mercy. Ooh, child, things are going to get easier, Lord. I, okay. Um, I, I know. I know. I know. I, and, and, and I know. Here, I'm going to have a song to take us out. Hold on. I mean, um, this, this is probably something that y'all need to listen to. Hold on a minute. You know, yeah. I'm going to end y'all with this. I'm going to end y'all with it. Yeah, I'll take this song with you. I promise you. This, 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 will, this will definitely bless you. This will bless you. And I promise you, um, as I come into more knowledge, I promise you. All right, here we go.